Hello listeners, and welcome to Leave Nothing Undead, Mazenod College's community podcast. I'm a Year 8 student, Jackson, and I will be the host of Episode 6, Celebrating Harmony Week. Today, I have two guests, Alphonse and Vihaga, who are going to discuss what Harmony Week means to them and teach us about their own cultures. Did you know nearly half of all Australians were born overseas or had parents that who were? We identify over 300 ancestries. Since 1945, more than 7.5 million people have migrated to Australia. 85% of all Australians agree multiculturalism is good for Australians. Apart from English, the most common language spoken in Australia are Mandarin, Arabic, Cantonese, Vietnamese, Italian, Greek, Tagalog, Filipino, Hindi, Punjabi. More than 70 Indigenous languages are spoken in Australia. Right now, I'd like to welcome Alphonse. Hi, Alphonse. Hi, Jackson. Thanks for having me here. You're welcome, Alphonse. Harmony Week goes from Monday the 21st of March to the 27th of March and celebrates Australia's cultural diversity. It's about inclusiveness, respect, and a sense of belonging for everyone. Alphonse? Everyone belongs to me means that everyone is treated kind and with kindness. No one is felt like they don't belong, and everyone feels like they belong and they are a part of a community or a group. No one is discluded or left out in anything, and they always feel like they're a part of something. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your heritage and where your family are from? So where my family and I are from is the south part of India, Kerala. Both of my parents were also born there and and my brothers were all born in Kerala. Uh, Kerala is known as God's own country because of the wealth and natural beauty in the form of placid backwaters lush greenery, picturesque hill towns, and beautiful beaches. I was raised in Kerala for four years with my grandparents. You speak another language at home. Can you tell us about it? What is it called? And can you say something for us? At home, I speak Malayalam, but I am not fluent at it and I can't read or write. I can only understand what my parents say, and I would like to learn more when I grow up. Namaskaram, which is a greeting where you l- where you close your hands together like praying, but instead of closing them, you hold them straight up. And it's a form of greeting and in a way to say hello or hi. Alphonse, you had to learn English when you came to Australia. How old were you when you started learning? And how hard did you find it? I started learning English at four years old. I started learning English when I was four years old and in pre-primary, it took me a whole year to uh, become at least half decent at speaking English. 
I remember I couldn't speak English that much and most of the stuff I heard from my classmates and and my brother who was also in the same class as me we couldn't understand what other people said and it was really hard for me and him to in a way learn how to speak English because that was the first time we ever heard it or said or heard anyone else say it so it was really hard for me and my brother to adjust to the school but then eventually we did and if i were and if someone asked was it hard to speak english i would say r- yes because it took me a long time a, a whole year just to learn english just to learn english and i'm still improving to this day yeah english is a very hard language even sometimes i struggle with it how have you shared your culture with your friends? I have shared my culture with my f- friends by talking to them about my background and my parents. They ha- I have learned, I have sp- spoken to them, and then they have learned many things from me, such as my race, my background, and where I'm from. Also, I have shared my culture with my friends through through my mom's national dishes which they all seem to enjoy i'd now like to welcome vihaga how are you doing v hi Jackson. thanks for having me doing good i'm gonna ask you some questions okay are you okay with that yeah okay the 2020 the 2022 theme is everyone belongs what does this mean to you vihaga uh so everyone belongs. So everyone belongs to me. Uh, it's like sort of like that everybody can get together and that nobody's left out. So everybody's equal, like in their rights and just like things like that. So everyone belongs. Uh, that's what everyone belongs means to me. And like to add to that, everybody can get together no matter like different cultures, skin colours, uh, race, sex things like that. So everyone belongs means that anyone uh, can join a certain group, no matter like your race or anything discriminating. Oh, that that's very nice. Um, yeah, that's very nice meaning for you. Um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your heritage and your culture and where your family are from? Uh, so... My family are from Sri Lanka. My mum and dad are from there. Uh, yeah, and so I was born in WA, Australia. But like when I was really small, we went to back to Sri Lanka, Sri Lanka, so that I can get baptized there. So technically, I'm sort I'm like half half, if you know what I mean. I'm born in Australia, but I went to Sri Lanka like when I was really young and I got baptised there. Oh, okay. You speak another language at home. Can you tell us a little about it? And if so, what is it called? And can you say anything from for us? Uh, so at home I speak English and uh, the Sri Lankan language, which is called Singhala. And um, so I can tell you about it. So. In Singhala, so it's like really complicated compared to English. So if you look at the Singhalese writing, it looks like graffiti. 
it doesn't look like English. It looks like graffiti. Like it's just really amazing. It looks like art. And especially if you're really good at it, like my grandma, it looks really cool. And uh, if you want, I can say something in Sinhala. Pick a word. Hello, how are you? Uh, so in Sinhala, this means Kormada, which means how are, hello, how are you? That's what it means in Sinhala. Sinhala, that actually sounds really cool. And is it really hard to speak, like to write? In Sinhala? Uh, yeah, it's pretty hard. Even I can't write. And just a fact about Sinhala, like, if you're really fluent, it sounds like you're rapping. Like, oh, like my wow. parents, when they talk in Sinhala, they're just like, they just speed through a whole sentence. Like, and if you understand it, you just understand the whole sentence, even though it's not like very slow. It's just fast, but you still understand it. That's really cool. What traditional clothes are worn in your culture? So in Sri Lanka... We, the females wear something we call saris and they are like a very baggy dress, like baggy from the arms and the, and the waist down. And the, and they come in a variety of colors, like blue, yellow, green, pink, anything you think of. And the males, they, they normally wear all white from your, from your white button down shirt to your long shirt pants and sometimes they can wear like a hat it's a white hat just doesn't even cover your whole head sometimes very rare never seen it before but yeah nice okay why do you feel that it's important to celebrate harmony week here at masnod i think it's really important to celebrate harmony week at masnod because the i think the definition of harmony is basically singing to joy or belonging, like everyone belongs. So it's important to celebrate Harmony Week at Mazenod because there, at this school there are many cultures and different people who come here like from Australia to Sri Lanka. And um, this just means that different people get together without having any arguments, complainments, especially during these times where racism and like war is a really big thing, especially now. Um, yeah, that's why I think it's really important to ce- celebrate Harmony Week at Mazenod. It just shows that everybody can belong somewhere, no matter who you are, they can just belong in a group. So, Vahaga, you travelled to Sri Lanka. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about your experience there? Like, what happened? Was it nice there? Yeah, um, I went there when I was about one or two years old. And um, during my experience, I don't remember a lot. But um, the only thing I remember was pretty funny, actually. Would you like to hear it? Yeah, sure. So I stayed at my grandparents' house and they have a two-story house, the big backyard and uh, uh, mango trees and things in their backyard that we grow. So... um. I don't know why, out of all the places, I thought it would be fun to play play in the house on the bottom floor, especially when you have a giant backyard. So anyway, I, being a stupid two-year-old, I was walking and I wasn't looking where I was going. So I just fell in this um, under, like, in-ground aquarium, basically. So it has water, fish, and I actually fell down in it and I got 
a bad bruise on my knee and I was crying and wet and yeah, it was pretty funny thinking back at it. Yeah, it sounds pretty funny. And also, that aquarium actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it is pretty cool too. Vahaga, you sometimes participate in celebrations on Christmas and New Year's Eve. Can you explain to the listeners what you do? Uh, so, Jackson, on Christmas, so our family would normally go to a temple. And a temple is sort of like a building. It's like a church, but it's more supporting the Buddhist religion. So when you enter a temple, uh, you would uh, take your shoes off and you'd go and grab a pillow and then put the pillow on the floor and you sit down. And then there's a monk in the front of the, there's a monk at the front of the temple. And what you would do, the monk would set, tell things to you like, I don't know, in a different language. And you would just repeat what the monk says. And um, whereas in a church, uh, it's more like singing and joy and like praising God, whereas in a temple, it's more a calm situation. Like you don't shout, you don't sing, you just like meditate. It's like meditation or yoga. I've also heard that you have different cultural food at Christmas time, like how I have ham, prawns and salads. What do you have? So, like, a cultural food that we normally eat on um, Christmas or things like that. So, we'd have um, uh, our rice, our curries, um, things like that. And uh, my favourite food is probably going to be something that we call parata or roti. And um, this is normally just a bread that is fried, that is put on a pan and it's, like, soft and crispy at the same time. And... um, yeah, I eat that with my grandma's chicken curry, which is really nice and good. Yeah, that sounds really nice. And I would love coming over to your house and having some of that food. What message would you love to leave the Mazenod community about belonging at Mazenod College? So, uh, a message I'd like to leave to the Mazenod community would probably be um, to say that everybody can belong in a group, uh, no matter like who you are and, um, that people shouldn't discriminate you just without, like, you know, the quote, don't judge a book by its cover. That's like, that's what you should think about in belonging. So don't judge this person until you get to know them more. So I think that's a good message to leave. Um, in the Mazenod community about belonging. So just don't judge a book by its cover um, without reading the book or knowing more about the person. Well, thanks. And thank you, Alphonse and Vihaga, for joining me today and to discuss Harmony Week and share their culture with us. Thanks to our you listeners for tuning in. And remember, leave nothing undead.